You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Always aggravated. A Mike Valenti signature podcast. All right, it is a special edition of Always Aggravated. And by special, I mean it's... I'm at home, Roberto's nowhere in sight, Sully's in a studio, but we're going to try to bring you something. Now, look, the whole thing is bizarre, and I've said this before, I I love podcasts, I listen to podcasts, and it's fascinating to see the decisions people make. You've got certain podcasts acting like the world is regular and there's nothing wrong, and they're, they're bickering about sports topics. You've got other podcasts who've gone completely away from sports. You've got some that are trying to blend it. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's interesting. And I know, fellas, the conversations we've had, it's like, well, now nothing's out of bounds on the air. You know, we're we're doing all the things we want to do. So it makes this podcast different. The design of this was always what we don't do on the air, we'll do here. And what we do here, we won't do on the air. I don't know if we're going to live up to that in the next several weeks or however long this goes because nothing's normal anymore. Nothing's planned. I never imagined. I mean, listen, I, I got to be honest, and maybe this is where you start. I I think everyone who works in an office they hate, like I do, uh, dreams of working from home. But you never imagine that you're going to do it and not under these circumstances. But we can get we can get into some of that. We can get into. I know Sully, you're looking at the satellite photos of New York City, and you're Crazy. kind of blown away. Um, we can. Well, listen, normally I'd be doing a deep dive into NFL free agency if it just tells you how different this is. I mean, Mike, it was crazy. I, I never thought it would happen to me. I actually got into one of these supermarket uh, tussles last oh, night. Roberto, what do you mean? Why? I don't know. It just happened. You know, one thing led to another, and then you know, listen, she was a tough old broad, but in the end, I got her toilet paper, so it worked out. Okay, so he's making a bad, a bad joke. Understood. Great way for us to start. I well, actually believed. I actually believed you for a I second. Know. How disgraceful, Mike. Let me ask you a question then. From working from home, yeah. have you 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 mentioned something that's probably true for a lot of people listening out there? Sure, a lot of people. Th- wish oh I'd rather just work from home be great I can get more done I can also do the laundry or I can do this or that yeah. or whatever how what have you like noticed from working from home and just being able to go to your basement bar and broadcast has it been just frankly weird or has it just been not yeah. as different as you'd think or what no it, it two things come to mind how little I need our office and how much I hate our office <laughs> Those two things come directly to mind. It really, there's absolutely no need for me to be there. 90% of the people I speak to are totally non-essential for the job that we do. And beyond, hey, how you doing? Nice to see you, which is fine. It has no bearing on what I do. And the office itself is a pain in the ass. It's a terrible open office concept. There's no privacy. There's no ability to lock in and get things done. And you just, it's, it's like speed bumps, and you just hit 50 speed bumps a day. Home, 
I lock in. But I also treat it like a work day. Like, it's funny, like, Wojo was making the joke about, hey, are you in your underwear? And it's like, no, <laughs> dude, I I treat every day I'm working from home like a regular work day, well, which course. means, Bob, I shower. I get dressed like I'm going to work. Except going to work is downstairs in the man cave. I have the office set up. And I maybe I maybe I'm maniacal about it, but like I you know my my wife knows when it's time to go to work, I'm not going to see you for four hours. And if I do, it'll be fleeting and passing because maybe I ran upstairs to get a beverage or maybe a mid-show cup of Joe. But overall, I treat it like work. Yep. I'm not I'm not futzing around and oh, I'm going to have some video games on while I broadcast mm -hmm. or hey, let's bet the ponies unless it's the cocked and loaded pick. See, of the I day. thought I thought you would be doing the show from the kitchen. That way, you could be cooking. While you're doing the show. No, it, it is funny, though, Roberto, because like, you know, or like you can go up in a commercial break 30 minutes before the show's over. And I kind of set out some things like the other night I had steaks, so I don't cook <laughs> steaks that are cold. So I put them out on the counter, salted them, washed my hands for 20 seconds and came back downstairs and uh, knocked the rest of the show out of the park. Mm -hmm. No, I love it. And I got to be honest, I have no plans on ever coming back <laughs> I, this is how it's going to be now whether we get to a point where i can invite you guys to my house and we'll bro do the show from here no i mean it i'm, I'm never coming back i, I don't i don't want to be there i don't like it there uh it, it it's depressing to me and i enjoy this i'm in a better mood every day like i'm happier i'm more productive get to see the dogs yeah but it's the dog, not even that the dog's like, barking Oh, I mean, yeah. I, listen, I, lo I love being home with my wife and the two dogs, but right. I don't see anybody when I'm working. Like, I'm working right now. I don't see anything. We tried it with the dogs down here. We had an incident. Rocky <laughs> made his Metro Detroit debut. Right. It was a tough scene. Yeah. Um, no, I, Roberto, I, I mean it, Mike. I mean it. The, the productivity is high. The only thing I miss about that place is you guys. I miss seeing you guys because there's no replacement for the direct contact. But if this world, if we get through this and the world goes regular again, it has convinced me of what I've always suspected. I don't need to be in that office, and I don't plan on being in that office. I'm going to attempt to create an office here in a studio here, and we'll broadcast, we'll broadcast from my house. Have you, heard from, him. have you heard from anybody that um, what the president's timeline is, that that is, that it is true, or is that... What, what, what am what, I, Dr. What you, Anthony Fauci? <laughs> yeah, what is no, that? What kind I, of a question I, is that? Oh, I thought you guys no. were in direct contact with each yeah, other. Yeah, no, actually, yeah. Uh, we, we, we had some eggplant parm last night. <laughs> no, I, Roberto, I, I think this is going to be how it's going to be for, I say, several weeks. But I think if we translate that, that's, I don't know. I can't imagine being back in the office before May 1st. Yeah. And frankly, I have no desire right. to. I, I'm going to do everything in my power to not be there. And then even whatever, even if it comes down to like negotiating my next contract or wherever I decide to go or whatever I decide to do, I, I, I really do want the ability to work from home a couple days a week because this, this is good for me. This is good for my sanity. And I, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm, in a better, I'm in a better mood every day. I'm in a better workspace every day. I don't have a garbage computer like we do at work. I don't have a garbage printer like we do at work. I don't have people bothering me. I work. And really, all companies should care about is, do our people work? Do our people produce? Our quotas met. Our budgets met. Like, I think what, what the, what the COVID-19 pandemic is going to do is alter how we work moving forward. 
I think there will be a lot more people working from home, a lot more usage of technology. I mean, think about it. Look at all the dopey meetings our company has locally. Meetings about meetings about meetings about meetings. Two-hour sessions. You ever think about how long like GoToMeeting.com or other digital software has been available where you can meet without all being in the same room? Right. Video meetings. I think you're going to see things utilized a lot more. I think people will work from home a lot more. I think the big office space filled with non-essential employees who don't really need to be there to do what they do. I think you're going to see sweeping changes. I'm, I'm blessed that we work in an industry where you can work from home. It's just these big dopey companies they think, well, they want to keep control over you. And, well, he has to come to the broadcast studio. Do I? <laughs> I know. Do I really? No, actually, I don't. And it, it, it truthfully, this is eye-opening to me because it's – I hate the circumstances we're under. But, fellas, no, nah, I, I, I absolutely could see myself working from home forever. I don't mm. ever need to go back to that place. I mean, no I, need for it. I just don't know what to do. You know what I mean? It's like – What do you mean? What what can I eat? What can I, you know, should I even be going to the grocery store? Should I even attempt to walk into, you know, a anywhere? Roberto, you are like a man baby. <laughs> it is terrifying. <laughs> Roberto, listen, you know, and, and I'll I'll get into this probably on the base show. And, and again, whether you, uh, the politics don't matter to me, but like I was listening to Governor Cuomo speak, um, the governor of New York, and listening to him speak, it was calming. It was direct, it was eloquent, and it was really well laid out, well organized. And there were certain questions, and he said, look, my sister called me. Her daughter has a fever. And he go, she goes, I want a test, right? Because her brother's the governor. You can just get a test, right? He goes, no, you shouldn't need a test. He goes, put her in her room, treat it like it's the flu. We'll see you in 14 days. Mm. She goes, what do you mean? He goes, simple. He goes, 80% of people if they get symptoms at all, they're going to treat it. Yep. They're going to recover. They're going to build some immunity to it. And we're going to move on. He goes, we have to get rid of the misinformation. He goes, for our at-risk population, this is incredibly serious. And again, that was the other part of his speech is just, we don't have the beds we need. We don't have the ventilators we need. These are the actions we're taking. But Roberto, leave your house once a week. Go to the grocery store. Plan out your meals and stay home other than that. Like, even in, even in San Francisco, where one of my best friends lives, and Mike, you know who I'm talking about. Yep. I mean, they're in shelter in place, but they can still go to the grocery store, Roberto. Right. I mean, no, I wouldn't go every day. That's just a dopey thing to do. And when I come home, do I wipe down the things I buy? Yes. Or am I washing vegetables and, and doing the things I normally would do anyways? Yeah, but am I washing down a jar of something or a box? I mean, yeah, I take a Lysol wipe and I go over it. It's, is it extra? Is it paranoid? Maybe, but it makes me sleep better at night. And I'll tell you, not going to that hellhole of an office, I've been sleeping great. I mean, my hands are just, fabulous. my hands are so cracked and dry from. <laughs> yeah, but see, that, that's where my wife, my wife hooked me up. My wife gave me some of that bougie uh, creams that she uses. And I went, oh, baby, I went, this is luxurious. Wow. My hands the other day. I made uh, I made pasta the other night, Roberto, and you know you're draining the pasta out, and the steam comes up, and I'm just I just went, oh my god, I was dying. My hands are that dry and cracked, and you yeah. hit it with hot steam. She goes, here, babe, use this. I mean, Roberto, this it was like bougie, uh, <laughs> but it, it, I ain't complaining because I'll tell you one thing, 
it got rid of the crack and the dry and all that. But no, I, I don't know. I'd be interested to know what people are feeling working from home. And some people can't handle it. Sully so, has well, no fear. Sully has no fear about it. He's no, no, he's he's in the case of the millennials that don't want. No, that that is not Roberto. Uh, don't. That, it's a very serious <laughs> thing right now. Of course, everyone should be taking this seriously. I, I, no, be. and you know what, Roberto? That's not really fair to do that to Mike because, truthfully, like I don't know. I've had enough of seeing the clips of people on the beach and stuff. It's yep. just it's ab- it's abhorrent behavior, right? Sure. Now. But the problem is the governor of Florida is allowing it. He doesn't want to close the beaches and. Look, this whole thing, Roberto, it really just shows you that people don't take stuff serious until something happens to them or someone they love. That's how we've always been. Nobody cares about the AIDS crisis until it happened to them. Nobody cared about cancer until they lost somebody. No one cares about, um, you know, alcohol until someone ends up on dialysis. Like, that's how we are as people. That's how we are as Americans. And it's unfortunate, but it's reality. I think that this coronavirus, maybe I'm just different. I think it'll come uh, down to, ago. like, degrees of separation. You know what I mean? It won't sure. be serious to that sure. person until, yep. you know, maybe two degrees of that person, yeah. you know, are affected. Well, yeah, like, you need to, you need somehow that reality check. I mean, I, I don't know. For me, the, the big reality check was when my dad went to his physician weeks ago. And his physician was incredulous to the idea of him going to Vegas for March Madness. And this was 10 days in advance of us canceling the trip. And that was like, okay, you got my attention. I viewed my dad as 64. Sure, he had a heart attack. He's not obese. He's never had health problems. But he is a cardiovascular patient. And that's the label he'll have forever now. And his doctor was incredulous towards the idea. So then it began to turn. I took that experience in my real life, guilty as charged, and I then began really dialing into the mathematics of it, following the situation in Italy, seeing how it, it could go. And, and that's where my tone really changed starting, you know, two weeks ago. Now, did I think we'd be here in two weeks? No. But we are. We're here. Is and it- I don't think you're seeing us destroy our economy for fun. We're doing it because it's clear we have to. I haven't seen those charts yet. I've yet to find them online. But is it true about the that China is almost? They don't like to say washed through, but you know what I mean. That it's it's coming to the no. end of the cycle. I don't. I don't believe any of that. No, and I don't think you can trust other governments' numbers. I don't think you can trust the accuracy. I, I, I'm not trusting mm. anything until I hear from our scientists, our people. And no, I, I don't know that we have that. I mean, look, Roberto, the bottom line is you're only going to get the numbers you're looking for in about a month. I mean, the reality is even if we're all sitting tight, doing what we're asked, we all take responsibility to care for each other and we take the next couple of weeks, you're still not going to get the real data for about a month. You know, I think by mid-April, we'll find out exactly how bad this thing's going to get. Yep. And like, you know, that's the other thing, too, is you almost feel like there are certain people rooting for it to be bad so they can be right. And then you got people who are claiming it's not bad so they can be right. It's like, why don't we just deal in math? Yeah. Why don't we just deal with science? But no, overall, I, I, I love working from home, um, <laughs> but I'm, di- I'm different. I just I, I'm OK being alone. I'm OK just having my space. I'm, I'm good, man. It's great. Well, let me I, I'm never coming back. Okay, well, UHY's top priority is the health and safety of their colleagues and clients. While their professionals are temporarily working remotely, they remain committed to delivering the next level of service that clients expect. UHY is monitoring emerging tax policies and are actively assisting clients with strategies to navigate the economic hardships of the coronavirus pandemic. 
They focused on delivering high-quality, cutting-edge strategy and timely service even during these challenging times. UHY has made significant investments in technology that allows them to communicate, process data, and even deliver tax returns, financial statements, and consulting advice virtually. During such troubled times, planning opportunities do exist for individuals and businesses alike. Tax planning during stock market volatility, looking at retirement packages, gifting, and more. UHY is here for you from their 350 home offices. UHY certified public accountants. Call 586-254-1040 or visit uhy-us.com. I'm never coming back. I mean, I, when you were saying that earlier, I looked it up online too, just I figured there were some numbers that would support that. There's actually a lot of studies, believe it or not, that have been done that shows the, the how much more productive people actually are working from home. Uh, remote workers take longer breaks on average, but they remain productive for an additional 10 minutes per day. This is a Harvard yeah. study. Remote employees work one and a half more days per month than their office-based counterparts, resulting in more than three additional weeks of work per year. They're basically saying that people sure. are more focused and dialed in working at home. Sure. Well, and, and what I would ask management at some point is, go ahead, give me a list of the essential things that I can't replicate at home. Tell me again. Like, go yeah. ahead. Oh, you're telling me I, I can't do my commercials? That's a lie. Oh, well, you need to record stuff. Cool. I'll pop in and get it all done in one day. Like, it, re- honestly, like, I, I think this is kind of just where I'm at now. I'm good. I don't ever need to see anybody again. Well, you wouldn't I be see the, you guys. You wouldn't be the first radio guy to do it. I mean, tons do it, you know. Well, and you know uh, why? It's because the radio industry is so bad. There's so many idiots. Yeah, like <laughs> they're, they're, nobody wants to deal with those yep. situations. Like doing radio in a huge office when you're a highly creative person, it's just people get in your way. Mm-hmm. I, I love working from home. This is superb. No, and I'm I, jealous. Well, and Roberta, that's one of the things that I was reading too with just that we mentioned productivity, not even statistically of people working technically three weeks more per year or one and a half days per month or whatever it is, but just people almost feel, it, it, whether it's comfort, whether it's this uh, this line in here as well, but a lot of people struggle with work-life balance. It makes it easier on that, better for mental health. So I think there are, and I think that'll continue to happen where there are several studies done per year that kind of prove if you can work from home, work from home. Be great. Yeah. No, I, listen, I, and I think coronavirus, th- this pandemic, and no matter how bad it gets, I do think that this period of time is going to make companies reevaluate, not radio, because radio is so obstinate, obtuse, but most industries, I think you're going to see the ability to cut overhead, have people work from home, smaller office spaces, smaller groups of people together, and use the technology that's there. I mean, Mikey, for the first hour yesterday, I had a FaceTime up on my iPad. Yep. I was looking at you, talking to you. I had my laptop going. I had a TV going behind that. I'm broadcasting remotely with this technology. And and I would be able to have additional video capabilities if I needed them that I'm not using. Like, we're we're good. Right. I mean, I miss miss you guys because I like working with you. But you're, you're three people. Roberto, David, Mike. Three. What's our building got? 400? Right around that. I don't need them. Well, yeah, it, that's certainly, I, I think the, the one good thing being done around here, it, it does actually make me feel comfortable that at any given time, Sully, what do you think there is, 20 people in the building right as now? opposed to three, 350 or something? Well, it's it's different because on our side of the building, it's you and I, period. And <laughs> yeah, and the cleaning, right. and sometimes yeah. there's one Sounds of the Sounds like a love song. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like we're trapped on an island together. <laughs> on the other side of the building, there's uh, 
Well, obviously the newsroom. They We're do like have prison inmates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who's top bunk over there? Everything okay? <laughs> no, I think 20 is an accurate number. I mean, the, the newsroom certainly has the most by far. Well, but right. besides that, like our entire but, side of the building is just you and me. But I, I also think you have to treat working from home that it's still a job. It's not romper room. I mean, I know plenty. Of, one of my best friends works remotely. Uh, he can work from anywhere. He can be in New York. He can be in L.A. He can be in San Francisco. He can be home visiting his parents in Canton. Right. So that's not the issue. But working from home, you have to treat it like you're at work. And that's I don't know. Maybe I'm just a weirdo that I'm able to do it. But I do. I, I don't. There's no delusion here. I'm not doing fun stuff. It's work. It's work time. Mm hmm. My sole focus is work. Cutting this pod, we're going to go into a four-hour show. We're going to hammer the show. And then when work's done, it's done. Yep. I've avoided my commute. It's nice to be able to have my things around or my bathroom or you know, whatever <laughs> it is. Like, well, I mean, there's comfort taking a piss in your own bathroom. It's, it's exciting. I thought that would be another good location. I think if I were in your position, that's maybe where I would put the equipment. Um, it might have a little bit of reverb. Right. See, that's the other <laughs> yeah, thing. Right. And, and no, but like, think about, you think about like how many jobs, obviously, if you're working in the service industry, you're working in the labor industry, there are certain jobs you're going to have to go. You got to be there in person, right? You can't do those things remotely, but man, I, I really think what this, this pandemic is going to teach us is that there's a more efficient way that the old ways and the old thinking has to go. And that management is going to have to let go and trust their people. Because if you can't trust your employee, they shouldn't be your employee. Well, and that the crazy thing, too, is, and I mentioned this just now to you, I think we talked about it yesterday a little bit, the, the, the photos online of, like, New York City and Times Square and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're really, you're weirded out by those, aren't you? Dude, it was like something out of a uh, a movie just it is. when you look at that stuff it's you never think that and I've, I've been to new york obviously no nowhere near as many times as you to new york city mike but i bet still been there several times and it's crazy <laughs> to think of how when you go to manhattan how busy it is at every yep. hour of the day and then you see these photos of a town that looks completely abandoned it's, yeah, it's but, eerie but you know what it gives me some sense of comfort knowing that it that people are listening that people are taking this serious, um, that it matters. And I don't know, I kind of just view it like it's a special effects or like a CGI, <laughs> like sure. it's not real, but it's real. I mean, I don't know, man. But that's what I, I like I, to I, think. That's why I think the good things are, you know, hey, it sucks the kids aren't in school, they're at home. But you know what? With, with every kid, with every young child being at home, think yeah. about how much reduction that is. In, in what well, can be spread. You know what I mean? And, that, exactly and that's just schools. It. That's exactly it. And you know what? Like I said, Roberto, I think the problem, and I, I read a study, and it was talking about the trust factor. It was about the trust factor that people have or don't have in news outlets. And what news outlets? The president, the governor, etc. And it was just showing how, you know, basically the average trust score was in about the 20% range. That we, we 20% of people trust what they're hearing. Mm. And that shows you how big of a problem we have. Because that's where the misinformation and the panic is going to do far more damage than anything else. You got people running around acting like nothing's happening. It's dangerous. You got people that are hoarding and freaking out. It's equally dangerous. I know. I, I don't know which one of those is worse, but I, I, I don't like either of them. 
I think the person who's just running around and doing whatever they want to do, selfish. It's selfish, it's ignorant, and it's dangerous. But you know what? Sometimes, Roberto, it's like when we talk about crimes. You don't rationalize which crime is worse. If one guy's in life for rape and another guy's in, in for life for murder, they're, they're both just <laughs> abhorrent. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't create a power ranking. Oh, well, look, this looks like uh, carjacking and killing a child. Uh, not as bad as. And you're like, okay, well, no, 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 no. It's, they're all on the same level. I think the people who are refusing to cooperate here, that's, that's just people, man. I mean, look at it. You're seeing shots at a beach in Florida. It's funny because, look, it's clear. We're all we're all exposed. and We may have had it. I may have had it. I may have it now. Who knows? You don't know. But there are certain parts of this country that are going to be more susceptible. I mean, places like Florida and Arizona, we joke around about how they're God's waiting room. Well, now you can't really joke around about it. Think about the senior population. Think about the concentration, and then you think about the governor of Florida not shutting the beaches, and you think about how, look, Michigan and Florida, you know, we we basically got our first cases within days of each other, and they're just outpacing us. And I, I don't I don't want to give a two to one, three to one. I don't know what the updated numbers are today, but you're seeing how I think we're being careful in Michigan. Clearly, our numbers are going to go up. Clearly, we're testing more, but. I, I do think there are certain parts of this country where you're, man, oh man, everyone's at risk, but then there's a higher risk. New York is a natural higher risk based on population density. I think Florida with the average age of said population. I, I, I mean, Roberto, I would, I would absolutely look at certain places thinking they're bigger hotspots than other, but that's where I'm very proud of New York City. I'm very proud of what, you know, Governor Cuomo's doing. And I, I don't even know Cuomo's, I don't even know his political affiliation. I, I mean, I know his dad, Mario, was the governor for a while, but the point is... He's Democrat, yep. Okay, well, there you go. So listen, I, I oops, you can't label me one of those either because I wasn't <laughs> a fan of certain Democrats prior. So there you go. Like, I, 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 you know, bottom line is, I think it, it, we, we as a nation... As goofy as it sounds, we should be taking our cues from New York, because if the place with the highest population density can look empty and people can listen and people can sacrifice and people can do what's needed, then there's no excuse for the rest of us. There really isn't. What Cuomo and what New York City are going to deal with here is very scary. And hearing him speak earlier this morning, they're bringing in a, a military hospital ship um, they are working with the Corps of Engineers, with the Army, to try to create extra beds. I mean, look, man, when you got a metropolitan area, whatever it is, 14 million people or, you know, city proper 9.5, dude, start extrapolating the numbers. And then you then you factor in people live on top of each other, mm -hmm. literally. It's a vertical urban build-out. It, it, it's not spread out like Detroit. So I'm, I'm proud of what New York's attempting to do because it shows that people – People are capable of, of doing this, and people are capable of being better. And I, I think we just need a couple weeks like this to at least see how much or if it helps at all. It's not really a big ask in the grand scheme of things. I mean, Roberto, your dad, my dad, whatever it is, it ain't the ask that many people had to make where they got drafted to go to Vietnam. They didn't get a choice there. That's a hell of an ask. Yeah. The ask here is stay home. <laughs> Buy a few extra chicken cutlets. Right. Don't go to the bar. Like, these are not yeah. big asks. Right. Just do it. Shut up and do it. Yep. Well, Sorry. I think it's a good note to end on. 
Yes, no. All right. Well, <laughs> for sure. All right, so here's the deal, guys. Leave a note on Jimmy's door. I ain't coming back. Uh, <laughs> that's what, what's what I'm titling this podcast. Mike's working from home and never coming back. Never looking back. <laughs> yep. There you go. All right, rate, review, subscribe, do it all. We will continue to try to bring these to you as best we can. There are some certain technology technology challenges uh, but we're going to keep trying to crank them out for you. And like I said, it'll be touch and go about sports, not sports. I don't know. It's whatever's on our mind.